Well, all right. If you take off to that bayou... Then... Wait a minute. Who elected you leader of this outfit? Well, Pete, I figured it should be the one with the capacity for abstract thought. But if that ain't the consensus view, then hell, let's put her to a vote. Suits me. I'm voting for yours truly. Well, I'm voting for yours truly, too. Okay. I'm with you fellas. Broadcasting from the train city of Roanoke, Virginia. Welcome to the Jamie Lee Show. You know, no matter how much progress we make in life, there's always something waiting for us on the other side. Whether it's a new job, relationship, or adventure, we're constantly moving forward and never really taking the time to stop and smell the roses. But that's exactly what being still is about, taking in all of life around you and experiencing its, its beauty. And when you hear a train, that's precisely what it means. You're being called to be still and pay attention to the small things in life that mean so much. You may feel that train rides are outdated, as well as a bit old-fashioned these days. However, when you think about it, it is hassle-free, extremely convenient, and gives you a lot of knowledge on the places you cross. Also, there is no traffic congestion on train rides. Today, some of the historic steam engine trains and contemporary passenger trains of West Virginia are used for day tours. They are managed by different train organizations, and you have the choice to pick up a tourist per your specific requirements. There are tours with historic stops and dinner trains, too. In case you are planning to travel to West Virginia soon, I recommend the Cass Scenic Railroad State Park, located in Cass, Pocahontas County, West Virginia. Enjoy the experience of this relaxing rail ride on a steam engine that has been restored. Cass Scenic Railroad departs from a tiny town called Cass, C-A-S-S. The train crosses the famous Cass Scenic Railroad State Park. You can choose between a journey of four and a half hours to Bald Knob through the mountains or a trip that lasts for about two hours and includes a return trip to Whitaker Station. The second option gives you adequate time for exploring the Whitaker Logging History Museum. Ticket fares for the ride to Whitaker Station are exclusive of lunch. However, passengers can purchase food from the concession stand of Whitaker Station or carry snacks from their homes. The trains run all Saturdays in the month of May as well as on all the days in the Memorial Day weekend. These trains also operate from Tuesdays to Sundays for a majority of days in August. 
between the period of late August to mid-September, the train rides are available from Friday to Sunday. These rides are also available from mid-September to late October from Tuesday to Sunday. Here's a little history about Cassinic Railroad. Founded in 1901 by the West Virginia Pulp and Paper Company, Cass was built as a company town to serve the needs of the men who worked in the nearby mountains cutting spruce and hemlock for the West Virginia Spruce Lumber Company. At one time, the sawmill at Cass was the largest double-band sawmill in the world. The railroad eventually reached a meadow area now known as Whitaker Station, where a logging camp was established for the immigrants who were building the railroad. The railroad soon reached to the top of Gobbler's Knob and then a location on top of the mountain known as Spruce. The railroad built a small town at that location, complete with a company store, houses, a hotel, and a doctor's office. Work soon commenced on logging the red spruce trees, which grew in the higher elevations. The West Virginia Pulp and Paper Company originally had only been interested in the red spruce for the purpose of making pulp, which would be turned into paper. It was not until several years later that the company realized that the mountain held a fortune in hardwoods such as maple, cherry, birch, and oak. The company decided that it would build a mill in the town of Cass, which would process the hardwoods. The railroad eventually extended its track to the top of Bald Knob, the third highest mountain peak in West Virginia. West Virginia is blessed with natural beauty and abundance, including deep valleys, peaceful retreats, and a great adventure. Train rides in this beautiful American state can be a wonderful experience. All aboard! All aboard! Have you ridden the Polar Express in Spencer, North Carolina? The North Carolina Transportation Museum in Spencer, North Carolina is home to an impressive collection of trains. Every year as Christmas approaches, the North Carolina Transportation Museum transforms into a popular stop to the famous Polar Express. Climb aboard for a magical ride to the North Pole. The kids will love it and will be a highlight of Christmas memories remembered forever. If you are familiar with the famous movie and book, you really feel like you have stepped straight into the screen and deep into the pages of the Christmas favorite. Waiting passengers can hear the train approach, and then the iconic All Aboard is heard as the conductor, lantern in hand, leans out to the train. The opening scene between the boy in the pajamas and the conductor is acted out for all to see. And as the boy decides to come aboard, the waiting passengers are invited to follow. While there are a lot of guests on each side of the Polar Express, the getting in line and onboarding process is very easy. There are clearly marked signs for each car and group of rows. It is simple, and somehow they are able to move a large number of people without making passengers feel like they're standing right in the middle of a herd of cattle. Once aboard, the magic continues as passengers are treated to song and dance with hot chocolate and cookies. And don't forget to keep your ticket handy. 
the conductor will be by to punch it. Once the train arrives at the North Pole, passengers disembark and watch Santa give the first gift of Christmas to the boy in the pajamas. All the children from the movie are present, along with the elves. The North Pole is set at the museum's 37 Bay Roadhouse, built in 1924, with the museum's other buildings standing tall behind. It is decorated for Christmas and fodder for little imagination to envision Santa's workshops in a village full of elves. Back on board, children and adults get a chance to visit with Santa and receive their very own bell. During the rest of the ride, the Polar Express book is read, and on your ride, there's even a little time to sing Christmas carols. One thing about trains, it doesn't matter where they're going. What matters is deciding to get on. Something about the sound of a train running on tracks in the distance evokes nostalgia in many people. For some, it's the sound of a bygone era when life was simpler and people traveled more. Talk about traveling more. Next time, take a train instead of flying or driving. Most people immediately think of driving or flying when thinking about their transportation choices rather than taking a train. And it's true, the United States is far behind many other countries when it comes to train route options and frequency. However, on many routes, traveling by train can be an excellent way to get around. Whether you're looking for a scenic view, train travel is often cheaper than flying, in part because you can generally take more with you before paying extra baggage fees. It can also be more convenient and relaxing than driving and fighting interstate traffic, construction delays, or car accidents. So when you're planning your next trip, don't discount train rides in your transportation strategy. There are several times when it might make sense to look to traveling by rail instead of plane or car. When you fly in the United States, you are generally allowed one carry-on and one personal item for non-basic economy tickets. You can pay extra for checked baggage, usually at least $30 per additional bag, unless you have elite status or a credit card that offers free checked bags as a benefit. But if your trip requires more luggage, flying can get even more expensive. Traveling by train means you can usually bring more baggage for less money. In the United States, Amtrak allows each traveler to bring two personal items, two carry-on items, and two check bags, all included in your fare. You can then check up to, to two additional bags for $20 each. Compared to air travel, that's quite a deal. This summer, we have seen unprecedented numbers of flight delays. Between understaffed airports and summer storms, Flying can feel like a game of roulette. While many flights are still running smoothly, airport arrival times are not a guarantee. While it is possible for a train to also be delayed, and a train journey may take a little longer than it would on a plane that does not run into any hitches, booking a train tickets can potentially help avoid hours of sitting in airports wondering when your flight is actually going to depart. Look, train rides give you more room than a car, too, and you'll be able to really take in the views as you pass by rather than keeping your eyes on the road. 
Not only that, but look what you're paying for a gallon of gas nowadays. Bottom line, not only can it save you money to travel by train, but you also can end up seeing some incredible views along the way. And train travel is better for our environment. Growing up, my oldest grandsons loved Thomas the Train. It was easy to shop for them at Christmas time. I never understood the story how Thomas the Tank Engine started. So here's the story of the man who created it all. His name was Wilbert Veer Audrey. Often credited as Reverend W. Audrey, he was an English Anglican minister, railway enthusiast, and children's author. He is best remembered as the creator of Thomas the Tank Engine and several other characters who appeared in the Railway series. As a toddler, he saw his father construct a handmade 40-yard, 2.5-inch gauge model railway. In 1917, the family moved to Box in Wiltshire, moving again within Box in 1919 and 1920, and the third house being Journey's Inn, which remained the family home until August 1928. This was in England. Journey's Inn was only 200 yards from the western end of Box Tunnel, where the Great Western Railway main line climbs at a gradient of 1 in 100 for 2 miles. A banking engine was kept there to assist freight trains up the hill. These trains usually ran at night, and the young Audrey could hear them from his bed, listening to the coded whistle signals between the train engine and the banker, as well as the sharp bark from the locomotive exhaust as they fought their way up the incline. Audrey said, There was no doubt in my mind that steam engines all had definite personalities. I would hear them snorting up the grade, and little imagination was needed to hear in the puffings and paintings of the two engines, the conversation they were having with one another. Here was the inspiration for the story of Edward helping Gordon's train up the hill, a story that Wilbert first told his son Christopher some 25 years later, and which appeared in the first of the Railway series books. The characters that would make Audrey known and the first stories featuring them were invented in 1942 to amuse his son Christopher during a bout of measles. After Audrey wrote the three railway engines, he built Christopher a model of Edward and some wagons and coaches out of a wooden broomstick and scraps of wood. Christopher also wanted a model of Gordon. However, the wartime shortage of materials limited Audrey to make a little 060 tank engine. Audrey said the natural name was Thomas, Thomas the Tank Engine. Then Christopher requested stories about Thomas, and these duly followed and were published in the book Thomas the Tank Engine, published in 1946. The television series of Thomas the Tank Engine started in 1984 and ended after 37 years on January 20th, 2021. If you are wondering how much did Thomas the Tank Engine make, the answer is it made more than $1 billion in annual retail sales. 
Thomas, the tank engine, and his locomotive pals constitute one of the world's largest preschool toy and television franchises. Are the toys worth anything? Well, in the case of Thomas' train merchandise, earlier and rare items are considered the most valuable, along with limited edition engines. Items that are over 25 years old are considered vintage and among the most desirable. If you're wondering if Thomas the Train is still popular, well, Thomas the Tank Engine has been one of the most popular children's television programs since it started over 39 years ago. And it's now undergoing a dramatic makeover to keep up with the changing times, including getting its first African train, Nia, Big Adventures, and then join the TV series in the autumn. This has been your host, Jamie Lee. Thanks for listening. If you have children or grandchildren that love Thomas the Engine Train, you might want to plan a trip to the museum where the train is located in New York's Central's Freight Depot. They also operate a 34-mile round trip excursion, which would be a fun trip for everyone in the family. (laughs) 